Barney and Friends Barney Simon Jacaranda FM Jack Ryan FM, my studio guest tonight, Joe Parker. He hasn't fallen asleep yet. <laughs> the show must be exciting, hey? Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> We're having a bit of fun tonight. Tina Turner, how many times have you seen Tina Turner live? Well, I saw Tina Turner for the very first time in, in 1980 at the Playhouse in Durban. Before, just after her and Ike had, had gone their separate ways, and she had a show singing all that old stuff there, but she danced for about two and a half hours. It was ridiculous. And I remember going, wow, that was money well spent. But that was long before Simply the Best and all that, you know. So, you know, she hadn't really cracked it as a solo artist. Then I saw her again at the Joburg Stadium. I can't remember when she came out, but uh, also a great show. I mean, she's brilliant. I mean, what a what a talent, you know. You have to perform. It's like being a comedian as well. You're mm. on that stage. Um, even if you've got a headache or a bit of flu mm. or sore throat or whatever, or you're going through a divorce, you have to go <laughs> out there and deliver the goods. I mean, yep. it's like uh, also a bit of Sting. Uh, you also you've seen him how yeah, often? Yeah, three. I've seen Sting three times. The first time was at Sun City, and we were just talking about him one, not wanting to fly there. Uh, when that song was the opening song of mm. the show, that was around about. But when that album came, out, and I saw him, I've seen him twice at the at the Dome. Uh, and probably, and I didn't put it on my list, one of the best things he did was message in a bottle, just solo on a, a Fender Strat, which mm. was, it's just amazing, you know. Do you remember when they brought out the uh, first album? It was 78, 79, around mm. there, that new wave. I mean, yeah. there was a lot of punk music going on and dance music, you know, the 70s, 80s, and then uh, all of a sudden, there was this band that played sort of like a reggae feel. Well, they say it was a mixture of punk and reggae. You know, that's what the original police were. And uh, I think their first hit might have been uh, Message in a Bottle. But then the albums that came out, you know, uh, that came out after that, you know, all that, you know. And what was there? Something about a teacher. Walking on the Moon. Walking on the Moon. So different to what mm. was uh, you were hearing on radio at that time and uh, they were brilliant i mean mm. the guy was a genius you know and solo stuff as well um, yeah, uh, subsequent movies yeah, yeah okay let's talk about uh, your time you spent in london when uh, you were thrown off the stage or out mm. of the venue i'd love no, to no. hear that story um, what had happened uh, this was after i'd had my my little skirmish with the press in cape town um i was taken over there to do a a, a, a kind of it was republic day which is now, it, was, it used to be the 31st of May. And it was a big bribe for South African expats. And they combined them with guys from Australia, New Zealand, and Zimbabwe. And uh, it, they held it at the Richmond Rugby Ground. And the, the stage was in the, in the stand. There was about three, three and a half, four thousand people there. So they'd had uh, touch rugby all day. The guys were drinking loads and loads of castle and all the beer and all that type of thing. So I went on at eight o'clock at night. Didn't even need lights because it was beginning of June. You know, the summer's up still, you know. And they stopped me nine minutes into the show because I, I used what they considered to be an unfortunate word, zot, which at the time was it was it was fun. It was and I used to the disclaimer was it was from anyone from Zululand or Transco, and of course they thought I was being really racist, and whipped me off stage. Switch off the the sound system first of all. <laughs> I said, "What's going on?" They said, "Now the police are complained because you know, and there were no police there. The police only arrived later." Uh, not because of me, but because they had a function and they'd always get the traffic going. 
And then uh, they said, no, then the Maoris had complained. And, of course, the Maoris by that time were completely pissed. You know, they'd been playing rugby and drinking beer. So that was really it was just palms being a bit silly. Mm-hmm. Um, the, but what the repercussion was, when I got back to South Africa, that was on a Saturday night, got back on the uh, Wednesday, and I had a show in Bloemfontein um, the following week. And I, I got on the plane to come back to Joburg. And the Argus, there was a story in the Argus, page three in the Argus, you know, because they didn't like me at that time because of what had happened to the Baxter. Joe Parker falls flat in his face, big picture of me and the story about how I'd get thrown off stage in London. And it wasn't true really because actually, you know, if somebody from the Daily News Bureau in, in London had phoned me and said, what actually happened? You know, and I told them, I said, well, look, don't mind telling me as long as you, you know, you give me a word that that's what you are going to say. And of course they distorted it because they wanted a story. And then it was also in the Sunday Tribune. And then the guy from the Tribune family said, I, I don't believe this. I said, well, look, let me tell you what happened. And to their credit, the following week, they, they printed my side of it as well. But it, it's one of those things that gives you a thick skin. You grow from it. You know, it's, it's, un, it's unpleasant uh, because you know your value in this whole thing. But it's unpleasant because the people who've come to see you also disagree with that. They just come for a laugh. You know, mm. it's, it's what it's all about. You know. Well, if you look at the year uh, stand-up comedians today, you know, it's easier to actually go on there and uh, relate to all cultures in South Africa. Mm. In those days, you did the same thing, really. Mm. Um, I mean, you spoke in Indian. Do a yeah, little Indian yeah, accent. Hey, right? man, hey, well, I got a story about Mr. You know, the most popular, the most enduring, in, you know, politician in the history of South African politics, a fellow by the name of uh, Amitandraj Banzi, and his nickname was the Tiger. Well, he said to his son one day, he said, Harry, come here. So, yeah. Barney and Friends. Barney Simon.